Miss, for tonight's event, we have a special guest, a guest speaker, if you so must put it. And also, can I say, I mixed a little bit of Jim Beam and some Jack Daniels, and I call that a Jim Daniels, and I am feeling particularly lit right now, but if you would help, um, what was I saying? If you would help me in introducing our most esteemed and astute guest, Antoine Nechef. Thank y'all, yeah. Y'all far too kind. No, thank you. No, I'm, I'm looking at you, yeah, I'm looking at you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, madam. No, I see, I, when the bag flashing your teeth Baby, I appreciate you You ain't gotta do that though, for real You don't gotta do that Nah We respect women around here, you hear me? I see them drinks, throw that drink up, cuz Throw that drink, I see what you're drinking Throw that out, yeah, I see, yeah <laughs> Yeah Everybody having a good time tonight I see you drinking, yeah, throw it up oh, Throw it up, throw it up Throw it up, baby, what you drinking, a 40? I ain't seen a motherfucker drink that in a while you must be broke as fuck. How'd you get a ticket into this show, boy? <laughs> get the fuck out of here, boy. <laughs> oh, you probably got your girl with you right there. She drinking on some wine. You got a 40 eye. She said, how'd you too cheap? What's up, y'all? What it is, what it does, what's happening? Welcome to Major Cojones, the podcast. Episode 8 up in this bitch. Before we start the episode, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to this little winery I saw on Instagram because I'm definitely picking up a bottle or two, maybe even a fucking case. But it's called the Abbey Creek Winery. I had to say that extra crispy because my R is starting to sound like W's. Abbey Creek Winery, not Abbey Creek Winery. Like a fucking six-year-old. Abbey Creek Winery. Um, the reason I'm even shouting them out or saying something, this ain't a sponsor, this ain't a plug, this ain't none of that shit. This is just me. Uh, I'm like, I love seeing somebody doing the damn thing, putting their their life and their, their finances at risk just to try and get their, their dreams or their their goals accomplished in life. And I think that's that's what I see. I see that a lot on Instagram, but I, I saw this particularly in this uh, hip hop. It's he's classifying himself as the hip hop winery. You know what I'm saying? He's got a little headphone jack, a little headphone on his label on the winery. And uh, the only reason I'm plugging is because I love red wine. I love liquor. I don't love liquor. I just love red wine, and I don't be drinking it like that all the time. But it's nice to have a good, you know, a nice little bottle of red when you sip. You you eating a little some some. You eating some of that good good. And need a little bit of that red in your life, a little heart healthy goodness. Grab a bottle of that shit, cause I'm definitely grabbing a bottle. And like I said again, this ain't no sponsor. This is straight from my mouth. I respect entrepreneurship. I respect all that. So if a person can accomplish their dreams in any way, if you can put your money where your mouth is, or do whatever you can, that's much more respect to you. Cause a lot of people are just drones nowadays, doing their own thing, working for somebody else, which is what I'm not trying to do. But that's not a bad thing either. If you're trying to accomplish your dreams, work for somebody else, build up your build up your savings, your fucking invest in shit, 
do what you can because working for somebody else is a stepping stone to working for yourself. You need money. You need revenue. You can't just quit what you're doing and go willy-nilly and do what you want. You got to have some kind of some kind of income. And it'd be better to have some passive income, which is what I'm trying to work on, too. We all should be trying to work on this shit. None of us should be content with working for somebody else unless you truly fucking love your job. That's, uh, I like, I like my job, too. But I don't see myself working for somebody else, answering somebody else's phone calls, doing somebody else's jobs that I, that I be doing all the time. I want that to be for me, but not in the field I'm in. You know, maybe some clothing or music or this 3-6 entertainment or major cojones, the fucking podcast that you motherfuckers is listening to. Appreciate y'all for listening too, by the way. I realized that was quite a, quite a fucking intro. I don't know if I said this. Antoine the Chef here reporting in. You know what I'm saying? I don't ever be saying my name. I don't ever be saying that. I don't know why. I'm a terrible introductioner. But, um, introducing I'm a terrible introductionist, all right? I'm not good at that. And, um, or host? I don't fucking know. But you know how this shit goes. You guys hear about all the, uh, the Area 51. There's, like, apparently a million some people. I don't think that I'll have. I don't think nobody's going out there because the Air Force is pretty steadfast in there. Hey, you get over here, we're going to fuck your shit up. You probably going to get shot. If not, you taking we taking all your asses to prison. Cause whatever we got here, we ain't not trying to show you, period. None of it's getting leaked. Nothing. You know how Mary 51's kind of a myth, but uh I mean it's really real, but what is in there, I mean, who knows? Who fucking knows, right? It could be technology, it could be aliens. And if motherfuckers if Area fifty one has been known for so long, you think they're keeping the aliens there anymore? Nah, that shit is like, that shit is a legend that's too, that's too big and known for the, for the military and the government to be like, yeah, we're just going to keep aliens here. We'll keep the guys of a military base around and we'll keep the guys that maybe, I'm saying guys, not guys as in men, guys as in like G-U-I-S-E, the guys, like a disguise, you feel me? They're under the guise of a military operation, but they're probably also trying to maintain a little bit of that legend too. But you think they would have fucking, they probably moved that shit by now. That shit, there is no aliens in the area no more. They've, they're trolling y'all. The government is a big troll, man. They are trolling the shit out of y'all. Doing this podcast shirtless because you know how we do. It's a little hot here and I'm feeling pretty good. Got done running a couple miles. Damn, Superman dude. I'm actually down to like 185. I was 218. In case y'all didn't know, that's what the fuck I've been doing. These past like six months too, it's just been running and weights, man. Just fucking. And some days, man, I f- I do not feel like working out at all. Like today, I had to push myself to do two miles. Usually, I'm doing three miles a day, but I had no energy to do it today. So I just like, I fucking shuffled my feet up to the treadmill and just fucking started walking. Got my legs loose, and then at that point, you get a little juice flowing. Pump it up to like a five speed. Then you 4.55, you jog it out real quick. And then you start, I mean, you hate it at first, but once you get loosened, excuse me, once you get loosened up, you could really start going. And I think weed helps with running too. But that's the other problem. I'm sober as fuck right now. 
I'm sober. I can't smoke right now. Um, you know, I got some shit going on with work. Um, that brings the other question. Should snitches really be getting stitches? That's the thing. So at my job, right, I live in a state where marijuana is legal. And for all the people listening, you probably, hopefully, uh, you're watching too. If not, appreciate you listening from out of state. Um, so in Washington, weed is legal, but some companies, they're, um, they haven't quite accepted it yet, so they're still doing drug tests and shit, so my partner, or ex-partner, should I say, because he's a fucking douche, and it's, like, who's, that's the only snitch I've ever met in my life, nobody even snitched on me in grade school, bro, and fucking, um, but they, this snitch, this dude is 40-something years old, old man, older man, he ain't old, 41-year-old ex-meth head, and dude had to fucking, we were just chatting one day, and I'm like, yeah, man, I smoke once in a while, because I get some joint pain, and I have carpal tunnel real bad on my right wrist, and sometimes on my elbow, if I overuse it, I get like a bump on it, but anyways, I shouldn't have said that, but anyways, you know, when you're just talking, conversation just flows, so... I was like, yeah, man, yeah. Uh, this is back in the when we did work together. Fucking rat. Every CJ from every rat from now on is called a CJ. Like that nigga's a CJ. That dude's a CJ. That's a rat. That's a rat ass nigga. That's a CJ. That's a snitch right there. Anyways, time goes on. We switch partners. He's the dude's gone. I don't fucking like working with him. Period. Anyways, but dude's gone. I get a new partner. Dude's hopping around from foreman to foreman. Nobody wants to work with the dude. And uh, so what does he do when the company says, hey, man, we don't got work for you. You got to sit home, you know, do something. You know what he does? He uh, he supposedly comes in and claims that he has a bunch of safety violations on all the foreman he's been working with. And then he singled this motherfucker out, me personally, saying that I smoke weed. And that I, yeah. And so with that being said, he don't work, he don't work at the spot we do it no more. But the company is like, fuck. We got to give you a piss test, bro. So you know you know why that happened. Fucking pop dirty. But the motherfuckers don't want to lose me. So I'm on a little a little, light, a little light suspension right now, which is cool. I'm cool with that. As long as I don't got to see homie no more. That dude's a fucking douchebag. That's the, the rat bastard, my nigga. Snitches. I ain't never met a snitch, bro, until this job in my 30th year of life. Living. Even in middle school, high school, elementary, when everybody has a chance to be snitching on you, I ain't never been snitched on. Until by a grown-ass man, 41 years old, still looking for shit to do in his life. How you 41, bro, and you still don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life, man? That's all I'm saying. Figure something out, man. Go smoke some more meth. Do whatever, do whatever you got. Well, what's, made you, what's got you so mad today? Me? Yeah. So I know a couple weeks have been passed since the 4th of July, but I know we kind of rambling here. But... You know what I was thinking about on the 4th of July, the actual day. So that day I went and hung out. We just hung out with some people. They were drinking. I probably had a drink. I don't really be drinking no more. I be just sipping on the podcast. You'll be hearing me sip. Maybe once a mom a little lit. But I just be sipping. Um, But I was thinking on 4th. You know... I haven't seen any wrestling in a while. And what really got me thinking about wrestling, the WWE, was Kurt Angle's neck meat and Brock Lesnar's neck. If you look at their neck, 
They have like that. You know how a fat person, they ain't fat at all. But you know how a fat person, when they're extra big and thick, they got that little fat pouch in the back of their head or the little nub in the back of their head. I was thinking that maybe I kind of want one. Because from what I'm seeing, Kurt and Brock, they got like little fucking neck pillows on their neck. That's just built into them. You know, they're born with that shit. They don't even need to, you can go on an airplane, they don't even need, like, hey, wait, wait, hey, uh, hey, uh, waitress, give me a neck pillow. Nah. Yeah, I don't need a neck pillow. I got my neck meat. I can just slightly tilt my head back and I got a pillow for days, cuz. If you, next time you motherfuckers look at Brock's neck, look at the back of his head, and look at Kurt Angle's neck. I would say Kurt Angle's neck meat is more prominent than Brock Lesnar's, but they both have some pillows back there that are waiting to be slept on. And they'd be probably sleeping on that shit all the time. They'd be taking a lot of flights, so you know. They're saving a lot of money. What's a neck pillow cost? Like 12 bucks? Shit. They're saving hundreds of dollars a year, maybe thousands of dollars a year by not buying fucking neck pillows. And I agree with that. That neck meat is something fierce as thick. It's like a fucking little tanker back there on the back of your neck. Shit's crazy. So, the NBA, man. NBA's wild right now. A bunch of people, you know, everybody was, uh, a lot of shit happened. A lot of trades. A lot of signings. Um, the, the couple of the biggest ones, actually they're all kind of big, but, you know. The first big one was uh, LeBron and AD, Anthony Davis. The The reason, from what I've been seeing and what I've been told and what I've heard and seen and all that shit, that was more tentative. That was more likely to happen if, you know, they wanted a third superstar. They wanted Kawhi. So that's why AD partially agreed to come to LA with LeBron. Everybody was up in their arms. Everybody else and their mama got signed except for Kawhi. And um, and once it turns out, what what is it? Ha- what happens? Fucking Kawhi goes to the Clippers with Paul fucking George, that man. The main, he was a MVP candidate too behind Russell Westbrook. Actually, I don't, was Russell MVP candidate last year? He always is. He's a perennial fucking candidate. But Paul George was putting the team on his back last year too as well for the Thunder. But I could see why, um, you know, he wanted to get out of that. Russell Westbrook takes, he's a good shooter. He just takes bad shots. His shot selection is bad, and uh, but he's got a you know he his shot is nice, so it's almost like uh, I could see why George went over and dipped out of there. He's like, yo, I'm gonna go hit up be with Kawhi and Clippers because Kawhi, Kawhi signed with the Clippers. Everybody thought he was gonna go with the Lakers. Everybody and their mama thought he was gonna go to the Lakers, but nope. He fucking slapped the shit out of everybody and said, nah, I'm going to the fucking Clippers, son. With Patrick Beverly and Paul George. And that's another thing that's scary is Patrick Beverly. An underrated defender and always a first team defense. Just got paid this summer and he's he's about to look for something to prove. And he you could tell he wants to be on a championship team. That dude is a fucking dog on defense. He's an animal. He'll guard anybody. Can you imagine that? Switching from Beverly guarding you to Kawhi guarding you to George guarding you. George is a defensive star too. Not unlike Kawhi. Kawhi is an all-around amazing fucking player. But George plays fucking defense raw, bro. Paul George is raw defense. Pat, can you imagine that squad? The point guard and the shooting guard. 
like, oh, shit, who's going to guard me today? Do I got to get guarded by Beverly, George, or fucking Kawhi? And that's going to be, I, th- I you know, I think they're going to lock down, um, they're going to figure something out for LeBron. It's going to be a Paul George versus LeBron type shit. It's going to be a good thing. I would love, I want to see the Clippers and the Lakers game. What else we got? Uh, you know, since George left OKC, OKC wasn't having no more Westbrook. Because if it's fuck, I mean, who else? He ain't going to win no titles there by himself. So obviously he, uh, OKC made a trade for him. And Chris Paul, you know, they gave Houston, Russell Westbrook. And OKC gets Chris Paul on some picks. Hopefully Chris Paul gets bought out. Um, It maybe goes to the Knicks because we are garbage. We're, tr- we're the trashiest fucking uh we're trash. We're the worst team in the fucking league. We couldn't even sign a fucking free agent. I'll get to that in a second. We couldn't even sign a free agent, though. But Chris Paul is one of the most amazing. Like, his game is so... He could score and pass. That's not what John Stockton did. John Stockton, is, John Stockton can score a little bit, but, like, Chris Paul is the prototypical... Um, What you would consider, like, uh, the prototypical point guard. He could he could spot up shoot threes he can dime he could do everything and people was like oh Russell Westbrook's prototypical yeah but Russell Westbrook's also not as efficient in shooting and uh, as Chris Paul Chris Paul is takes good clean shots no bad shot selections makes smart passes Russell Westbrook's makes smart passes rebounds and takes dumb shots that's Russell Westbrook from Chris Paul but Russell Westbrook is a huge upgrade from to CP3 just because of athleticism and, you know, the tempo that they can move at. Chris Paul slowed that shit down a little bit. Whereas, you know, now they can be a little more up-tempo, fast as fuck, do the thing with Paul, you know, uh, Westbrook at the at the side of Harden, with the side of Harden. That's crazy, though. James Harden and Russell Westbrook playing together again. Back together. What could have been, right, back in OKC, if OKC hadn't just traded Harden and kept Ibaka. Had they just traded Ibaka and fucking kept Harden and those three together, maybe the whole NBA would be a different thing right now. The whole be a different scheme right now. That would be an original. That would be a drafted big three right there. You didn't even have to fucking bring nobody in as a free agent, as a superstar. You have you drafted your big three, and they grew into. That's crazy, though. What could have been? That's insane to me that that team was like that. Uh, what do we got? Um, Zion. So with that AD, obviously with the AD going to fucking Lakers, Zion uh, got swooped up by the Pellies. He was already going to be swooped up by the Pellies anyways. But they also got Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and some fu- a bunch of fucking picks. And the Pelicans are looking real pretty within the next five to ten years because they got a ton, ton of picks. And young fucking talent. Young talent. And you know what is unfortunate? I love Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. It just sucks that Brandon... Uh, was he with him? No. D'Angelo. But it sucks when a superstar of LeBron's caliber comes to your team. Because that means your development, your growth is about to get stunted big time. I mean, maybe not from the shooting-wise because LeBron could pass you the ball and shit. But... You have to uh, accommodate yourself. You have to plan around LeBron's strategy now, and you don't, you can't, 
you have to find a way to grow within his system, that which kind of blows for uh, the young Lakers players because I think they could have a dynasty. I mean, Lonzo's a gifted passer. Brandon Ingram's growing every year. Josh Hart's nasty. They had Kuzma. Unfortunately, they kept Kuzma because he's a scoring machine. Hopefully, he can just step up his defense a little bit more and maybe rebound a little more consistently because there was a couple games. I love Kuzma too, by the way. But there were some games where he was strictly putting up points, just a point getter and very few rebounds and supplementary stats. Like, if he can do that all around, yeah, I mean, he has one of the best teachers in LeBron. He's a fucking small forward too. Kuzma, I'm assuming, is going to be playing the power, the power forward spot, LeBron the small or the point guard. And uh, um, AD's going to be, no, no, no. His house is probably going to go. I think LeBron's going to be the point guard because I think I saw that. LeBron's starting as a point guard. They're going to have Kuzma at the uh, probably the three and AD at the four. And uh, who's their fifth? The big man. Who's the big man? I think it's JaVale McGee is the big man right now. I can't. Don't quote me on that. No, no, no. They got DeMarcus, baby. They got DeMarcus cousin, son. They got DeMarcus. I always will love DeMarcus. Always, 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 always. That's my boy. Even though he slowed down these last couple of years. And they got Rondo, who's always just going to, who's a whiz with the ball, bro. That dude's a magician with the ball. He, he don't be scoring, but that dude be passing like crazy, be doing some crazy shit. Him and Ricky Rubio got the nicest passes in the league, man. They got some crazy, beautiful passes. Um, But, yeah, Lakers got, like, a little squad. Clippers got a squad. The, the NBA is definitely a lot more balanced now than it was. The par- The parity. The, the parity is, I, I don't know if I'm using that word right. The parity amongst the teams, it's all evened out almost, except for us Knicks, because we always get fucked over. Speaking of that, can I speak on that real quick? So the Knicks felt like they had to draft every power forward and sign every power forward known to man. Because we, we signed uh, Marquise, Markeith Morris. We signed Bobby Portis, another power forward. We signed uh, Julius Randle, another power forward. Uh, Julius Randle has three years uh, or four years, 60-something million, 70-something. Uh, Marquise has two years, crazy amount of money. Uh, Portis has, like, a couple years, good, crazy amount of money. Marquise has one year, Marquise. Um, and we also have Kevin Knox, who's been playing the four. And uh, Mitchell Robinson, who swings between the five and the four. Um, so what I'm basically saying is we're the New York power forwards. That's our fucking team. That's our team. We don't have... We have Dennis Smith Jr. at point guard. Our small forward, uh, Mario Hazania, is he going to be there next year? Like, what the fuck? Uh, what are we doing with all these fucking power forwards? Hopefully we start Julius because Julius is the fucking man and put Kevin at the small. Dude, Kevin should be... When I'm taking... I'm kidding Kevin Knox, not Kevin Durant. But Kevin Knox should almost... He almost has like a similar build to Durant. He's not as skinny, but he has that like the lanky frame. He can stroke a little bit. We just got RJ Barrett too. RJ will play the three, the two or the three, probably the three, the small. Playmaking small. Because RJ Barrett, that's another, you know, for all the shit the Knicks have gotten this offseason, we haven't gotten shit, jack shit, just a bunch of power forwards. That's all this team is fucking power forwards. We at least got RJ Barrett. I wanted Zion, but RJ is um he seems more like more of a complete player if you look back to their uh, Duke days him and Zion's 
Zion is just all powered, bro. He is huge and he's big. He's like he's gonna be powering through people and getting like twenty five points a game, just driving strictly to the bucket and getting like he's gonna be getting crazy rebounds. That dude is thick. That dude he might need to lose a little weight. He ain't fat at all. But he might need to slim up something. But he's that dude is big and powerful. He looks he looks like he looks almost like LeBron, dude. It's crazy. Uh but RJ is more Zion's more of a scorer and a rebounder. He can pass a little bit. RJ's more of a complete player, rebounding assistant, and he can hit the three. He can spot up and shoot the three, which is what we need. We need we need everything. The Knicks need everything. We have nothing. We have no star power. We have nothing. Our biggest names are Julius Randle, Kevin Knox, RJ Barrett. And I know everybody else, Alonzo Tree and all that. Alonzo's nice. But uh, he's his second year, so hopefully he can pop. I don't know. It just hurts me to be a Knicks fan right now because we're so fucking shitty. We're so shitty, and we're going to be shitty this year too. So it's probably a good time to be another Clippers fan or something. I'm gonna, I'm probably just going to root for the Clippers. I love Kawhi. Kawhi's that dude. He just kills it. And I love LeBron, so I'm probably, I don't know. It's going to be a toss-up, man. If you're a Knicks fan, you have to have a supplementary team to root for. You have to. You have to. We are perpetually shitty. We are the Cleveland Browns now. The Cleveland Browns aren't the Cleveland Browns anymore. They're going to be nice this year or nicer than they ever have been. They got a squad. We are the new Cleveland Browns. The Nick, the New York Browns is what we should be called. Call us the New York Browns, man. You're fucking trash. You're fucking trash, man. I hate it. That's the gayest shit I ever heard. So I'll be getting on, you know, I'll be seeing this dude, this dude uh, on Instagram and social media and shit. You know how we all, we're all revolved around social media. I'm trying to break the habit of that. It sucks though, because it seems like every time I catch myself, I'm always on Facebook, not Facebook, but like Instagram or Twitter. And I have, I stop and I click my phone off. But then I... It's like a natural habit. I'll pick it back up like 10 or 15 minutes later and start looking again without even thinking about it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I put it back down. And this that's just the cycle. It just happens every day. Pick it up, put it down. Pick it up, put it down. I'm seriously trying to fucking put this shit down. Think maybe even get a fucking flip phone, flip phone, even though that would that'd be counterintuitive to, you know, trying to start a business and run this shit. But having a flip phone just to kind of like Let's say if I get more established in the future and I'm already, this brand is good and all that. I'm going to say fuck, the, fuck that smartphone shit. I'm getting a flip phone. Everything's already established. My money's good. I'm out of here. I ain't dealing with no fucking social media no more. It's a beautiful thing, right? Like, it's it's a love-hate. Because you can learn so much, but also be so addicted and distanced from everybody else. So disconnected. So I'm trying to, you know, you got to find a balance. The balance is the hardest part. And I can't find the balance. I found a balance with weed. Just stop smoking it because I can't smoke it right now. So I'm lucid as fuck right now. That's the reason why I'm doing this podcast with the shirt off because I don't know what else to do. Like if I was high, I wouldn't give a fuck if my shirt was on or off. It was tied around my foot. And fucking I was drinking candle wax. I don't care. But now that I'm sober as fuck, I'm thinking about every single thing. I'm like thinking about the hairs on my arms and shit. Two days. Three days I've been sober. It's fucked up. So. 
that just goes back to snitch ass, rat ass, bitch ass. We call them rats. We call them snitches, CJs. Call that a CJ. Um, but yeah, man, that's um. It sucks that people just can't keep to themselves sometimes. It's like, why, why you gotta be in my business, man? I thought you were somebody, not that I can necessarily trust, but we're working together for a while, so you know, I thought maybe it's just conversation. Conversation just flows. So this motherfucker had this, you know, basically I'm saying just watch who the fuck you talk to, because apparently if they are your friend, they really ain't your friend. They, they ain't shit to you. Motherfuckers will smile to your face and go snitch on you in a second like that. Like that. Oh. Billy. Billy, 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 Billy. So it's been, you know, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy six months, five months. I've only put out like two episodes, three episodes since then. But every time you guys hear me, some weird is happening or something new. The times in between these episodes, we're doing shit. Uh, what happened last time? Oh, shit. I started Magic. I started playing fucking Magic the Gathering. I love that shit. I love it. People be like, hey, you don't, don't be telling people that. That shit's, you know, that's some nerdy shit. Why would you want people to know that? Motherfucker, because I don't give a shit who the fuck knows. Like, who who cares? Like, what are you so insecure about yourself that you're going to go fucking make fun of other people for playing something that they, that they enjoy? Motherfucker, go, go. Go suck a dick, bro. Go suck a dick. I enjoy playing Magic. I enjoy the art on it. I enjoy collecting that shit. Like uh, basketball cards. I got a ton of rare basketball cards. All autographs. It's just like that. I think about it as a collection. But this collection I can actually play with. Which is dope. I can't play with my basketball cards. They just sit in my binder or in my fucking grill box that my autographs are in. But these cards is dope. Like, you know. I just be playing once in a while, getting with the homies, be fucking chiefing, fucking drinking a little bit, having a good time, smiling, laughing, playing some magic. That's what this shit is about. And it's like, yo, if I've been missing out on this shit, I'm like 30 when I started playing magic, right? This is this year, right? If I've been missing out on this for 30 years, what the, what the fuck else have I been missing out on that everybody else says is too nerdy or too geeky? Or you shouldn't be telling the people you do that because they might look down on you. You could call you a fucking nerd. I'm I'm open. I'm broadening my horizons. You know what I'm saying? I'm broadening my shit. I'm going to a fucking museum. I'm going to go fucking do a paint class. I'm going to do all the shit that people hate to do. And I'm going to enjoy that shit. I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, What was I talking about? Ramen noodles. That's what was on my mind. Do you guys ever have like shin? They're called like black shin noodles. They're like the greatest noodles. They're so good. But it's a pack of those is expensive. It's like eight bucks for a pack of four or five. But god damn, dude. Those noodles are the fucking. They're so damn good. They're like a million times better than ramen. You can see why they're a little more expensive. Like one pack of shin shin or black shin or whatever the fuck it's called. It's like two bucks, whereas ramen is 99 bucks. So it's an extra buck, but it's so fucking worth it, bro. It's so worth it. They give you like, you have the spicy kind and the non-spicy, which is still a little spicy, but not as spicy as a spicy spicy. And then they have extra spicy, which is more spicy than the kind of spicy, but not as spicy as, but not so spicy that it's 
You get what I'm saying, right? You, you, you feel me. You feel me. But the black shit and noodles, I've been on that shit. And the reason I even thought about that shit, because some motherfucker had the balls to repair shit with noodles. Ramen noodles. I'd be on Instagram and Twitter, mainly just Instagram, and I'd be seeing so many people fix shit with ramen noodles. Like, why? Like, why did that become a thing? That became, like, a craze. Same with this bottle cap challenge. I mean, I understand that. That's kind of cool. But the ramen noodle thing, who the fuck would think to fix a fucking table with ramen noodles? And second of all, are those ramen noodles going to hold? Are you coating that? Like, what happens if I just put a little fucking pressure on it? Is that ramen shit, like, pushing down? Like, what's up? Can you fix my car engine with the ramen noodle? Can you... What else can you do with ramen noodles that we've never thought about even doing before? That is what's crazy me. Dude's fixing purses with a ramen noodle. Oreos. He's using, like, food to fix shit. Like, why would you... I mean, I get it. It's for entertainment purposes. But some of those, I'm looking at them. Some of those tables and bags, I'm like, this dude's breaking this shit on purpose and putting these nicely cut holes in there and then repairing them and showing you guys. They're not, like, naturally fucking worn out. And that's the other thing with, uh, that brings me actually to the next thing. With uh, shoe shoe restorationers, you restorationists, some of your shoes look legitly dirty and some of them look like you fucking threw it in the mud. And scraped it up just so you can make a restore video. Because the tread still looks good. But the fucking, you threw, you rubbed dirt into it. And you fucking rubbed dirt into the fucking side. But the soles look clean still. You're like, damn. So you didn't actually find that shoe. You just bought a shoe or shoes. Made them dirty as fuck. And then just restored them and sold them. I mean, that's kind of a hustle, right? Shit, that's a hustle. But it's stupid. But, I mean, there's so many ways to hustle nowadays. Dude's hustling with ramen noodles. Other dude's hustling with fake fucking dirty shoes that he's making dirty, buying and making them dirty. Fuck it. Why can't we just hustle off something? Everybody's got to hustle. We all should be in the fucking hustle mind state. Always. Always and forever. Like I said, we should never want to fucking work for somebody, man. Never. Only work for somebody to get yourself. Only work for another person to get your, your life higher. To get your life improved. You know what I'm saying? Get that money from them. You, you you can use that money that you're making at your job and invest it back into yourself. Slowly and sure, invest it in whatever you want. Clothes, commerce, stocks, anything. But in the end, you should want to be able to retire comfortably. Even if you don't want to work for somebody else, you should think about investing in stocks. Or even if you don't want to work for yourself. I don't know if I said that right. I'm too sober right now. So I'm not high, so I'm fucking thinking in a million different ways right now. Stupid. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Um, if you want to, if even if you don't want to work for yourself, but you still want to work for somebody, you should fucking think about investing in some shit. So at least you can retire comfortably. All right, if you don't want to invest in yourself as a business owner or as something, invest in some stocks, some bonds, some ETFs. You know, technology is the shit nowadays. So technology is here now and forever. So technology is another thing to come up. Um, to to just anything. Stocks are the way to go, but most people don't just think it's too hard to do it. Nah, just get yourself in there. Buy one stock at a time if you have to. Buy two. You don't gotta buy ten thousand stocks at a time. But everybody's gonna start somewhere. That's how I start. I started this year. 
which is way too damn late. Way too late to be starting shit. I started the 3-6 Entertainment last year. But this major, you know, podcast and shit. This shit isn't really busy. It's just for fun. But um, I started in actually investing in stocks, bonds, portfolios, ETFs. You know, I'm looking at real estate and shit, whatever the fuck I already said before. But I, everybody needs to start as soon as possible. Shit, if you could start when you're 15, 14, 13, that'd be the most ideal situation. And what sucks is the school system ain't teaching us this shit. That's what's fucked up. These motherfuckers are not teaching us how to invest, how, where, how to use our money, where to put our money, and, and none of that. Had I known this in high school, I'd probably, I probably would be in a way different spot. I would have used the money I was making when I was working at McDonald's and invested in shit. I wish I would have known this shit. I wish they would have had at least some type of stocks class or some type of investing class, along with your English and your math and your fucking... Your, your your shitty ass health class Throw in a fucking a money class An investment class Or something to help you grow in the future We're stuck We are stuck The school system is stuck in the past man And we need to update the fucking history books Every time I see some Come out like oh yeah this Proved to be not true Or oh it's fucking This way or that way Now they're saying uh, You know planets planets Plants are not planets some things are too hot, some things are too cold than they used to be. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Bro, I'm out, man. That nigga's tripping. Global warming is real, it's not real. That's basically at this point, just go look, just go search for your fucking self. The internet is a powerful tool. It's infinite knowledge, man. This shit is crazy. If you just sit back, I feel like I'm rambling. How long have I been talking for, man? It's been a minute. If you just sit back, right, the phone, the phone is a, is an extremely powerful tool, which I haven't fully utilized yet, but it can teach you new things every day. You, there, the, all the information in the world is on the internet, on the palm of your hand. You can start businesses with this little thing. You can make transactions. You can do all types of shit with just this little object in my hand, this little phone. It doesn't have to be an iPhone. It could be an Android. It could be a fucking whatever. But this this shit is amazing. And a lot of people, 99% of people do not use it for what it's for. This These things comes with all millions of features to help you better your life. Graphs, charts, options. All this shit, calendars, notes and shit, but people don't use that. We just use it strictly for Instagram and YouTube. So, if you're hearing this, I know I've been talking and rambling and shit. I don't give a fuck. But just do yourself a favor and just, like, start looking. Don't invest right away, but just start getting some books and just look. Just get the knowledge. Gain your knowledge first before you start investing. The more knowledge you know, the better your investments will be. I started investing without no knowledge. I just started buying stocks. I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I just started buying stocks. And now, later now that I've been reading and learning about shit, I'm like, huh, some of these stocks are really aren't worth my money, and some of them really are worth the money. And some of them, you have to look at the fluctuate. You know, getting into it is a big thing, but I've been talking about this for a while. That's a lot of, a lot of money talk. Oh, it's a lot of talking, a lot of talking, a lot of talking, bitch. It's a lot of talking. I'm done with it. This is actually probably my one of my longest podcasts. 
um and on. Wait, what's today's date? Today is Tuesday, July 16th. All right. I'm going to try and drop one. If not next week, the week after. Because we really do need to get this shit back on the fucking. Let me. T- you can hear me tap my, tap my table. Back on the fucking track. Bitch. We need to get this shit back on track. And also, you know, next episode we might have a special. Um, a co-host, a guest co-host once in a while. Might have a guest co-host once in a while. Um, but I'll, you know, he's a good dude, good man. Um, I brought him on for just a little, you know, just from bantering some bullshit. You know, he's he's a funny dude. Um, I ain't gonna say no names though, cause he can introduce his damn self the next episode. Um. But yeah, that's what I'm going to be trying to do now, from now on. It's just once in a while. It could be a couple episodes, three episodes straight, and then ten after with none. But I, once in a while, I'm going to be trying to have a co-host in here. Maybe permanently, maybe half the time, maybe a quarter of the time. Maybe we do that, and then we make our own little something, something on the side, like another little podcast or something. But just stay tuned, y'all. All right? So when I say this, it's like, I, we really do try, but it's basically a one-man show here. Might be two people once in a while, but it's basically a one man show me doing all this shit. So please patience along with life. I got life shit going on. Working long ass hours, except for now, since I'm suspended. I'll be here for a couple weeks just chilling. But we got this shit going. So just stay tuned. Um if you haven't checked it out, go to please follow me. Not follow me personally, but follow the major cojones Instagram. If you do not know what it is, alright? If you do not know the Instagram name, Cuzzy, let me tell you, Cuzzy. I've been saying Cuzzy a lot too, young cuz. It's uh, Major Cojones, M-A-G-O-R, and Cojones. All right, guys. If you guys don't know how to spell Cojones, it's Spanish. Spanish for fucking massive balls that I have, all right? The J is silent. It's like a yone, a honus, all right? Cajones, all right? C-A-J-O-N-E-S Major Cajones That's the Instagram title Please follow Or that's Yeah that's my Instagram page That's the Major Cajones Instagram page Please follow that Um, Give it a I don't know Subscribe or something We want to do YouTube eventually as well I've been looking into Equipment for video I might just Use my phone And just record myself And throw that shit up there Um, But we're trying to get a YouTube going as well if you guys want to as well, we have our Twitter. It is at Cajones Major, at Cajones Major, a place for the culture, sports, buffoonery, and the unpolitically correct. All right? That's the fucking title. Please give that a follow, y'all. And I'll try and follow some of y'all back. Um, personal Instagrams and Twitters, I'm not going to plug none of that shit because I be running basically all the handles so it's basically mine for the most part until we bring more people in then i'm gonna start delegating shit to them because i don't <laughs> doing all this shit i like recording i just love sitting here talking shit that's what i like to do i want to have somebody in here editing the podcast and somebody on there posting shit for me and somebody like going out there and doing the groundwork for me that's not the case right now but eventually that's what it's going to be but until then it's just me recording me me editing, doing all this shit, and me posting most of the shit, most of it, not all of it, most of it, and, um, yeah, 
So please just bear with me, y'all. We still learning. We still doing the damn thing. We still babies in this thing. We still fucking babies. Okay? We're only on episode eight. Motherfuckers go have thousands of episodes. Hundreds of episodes. We're only on fucking eight. Can you imagine what episode 18 or 20 is going to be like? It might not even be the same concept as any of this shit going on. But we're constantly evolving. Constantly trying to get motherfuckers involved. And we want to get shirts and shit out there for y'all. Pins. Nah, no pins. I just want to get it. I just want to see some major cojones people. I just want to see some people with the major cojones shit on their shirt. I would love to see that. And that's the other thing too. I have to make a design for major cojones and the logo. You see where I'm going with this shit, right? It's going to be a little process, but when we do this, it's going to be so worth it. And I'm glad the people who are here from the beginning got to experience this shit. Because we're growing together, baby. We're growing. All right. So last time, Instagram is major cojones. And if you don't know how to spell cojones, C-A-G-O-S, it's cajones. All right, major cajones. And Twitter is Cajones Major or Cajones Major at Cajones Major. All right. This is your boy Antoine, y'all. Stay up. Stay safe. I appreciate y'all for letting me ramble and talk. It's been too damn long because I missed you motherfuckers. I really love talking. It's, this is like therapeutic shit for me. You know what I'm saying? This is therapy, especially now that I'm sober. I'm probably going to be doing a lot more of this shit because talking almost it gets me not thinking about not smoking weed. I don't really want to drink, but I, you know, I always take a sip just to kind of calm, just to kind of just get shit going. So. But guys, stay safe. Peace out. Love you, man. Sherry was right. You're soft. You should have let him kill me because I'm going to kill you. I'll catch up with you. I don't know when, but I'll catch up. Every time you turn around, expect to see me. Because one time you'll turn around and I'll be there. I'll kill you, man. And then I throw you those fucking combos and you keep smacking the fuck out of those combos. Man, I'm buying a thousand right now, that's all I do. I'm buying a fucking thousand if you throw those combos. I'm gonna keep smacking them. Boom! Boom!